Underdog Collectibles is an online shop run for collectors by collectors. Join them every Sunday, Tuesday, and Thursday night as they break new products, talk sports, and hopefully you'll pull a great hit to add to your collection. Visit them at www.udogcollect.com and tell them Wax Pack Hero sent you. Remember, always bet on the underdog. You're listening to the Wax Pack Hero Sports Card Minute, a podcast where we discuss both the hobby and business sides of collecting. I'm your host, Mike Summer, and I want to help you buy, sell, and trade your way into a collection you'll love. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Wax Pack Hero Sports Card Minute. Wherever you're at, whenever you're listening to this, I hope things are going well for you. They're going pretty well for me. I am excited. I'm going to be honest. Things are going well. Uh, The card shop is getting off the ground. The podcast continues to attract new listeners. The website continues to attract new readers. And I get really excited by the emails and the comments and the direct messages of thanking me for the, the things that people are reading and finding value in what I'm putting out there. And that's really the reason that I do this is an effort to help other people get acclimated to the hobby, learn new things that can help them have a self-sustaining hobby and enjoy this hobby and collecting experience that we all love. So thank you for your feedback and thank you for listening and participating. I'm really enjoying it. Well, with the popularity of sports cards and the rise of sports card prices over the last couple years, we've really seen a significant increase in the number of people who are seeking out sports card content. And some of that content is informational in nature. Some is more focused on the financial or investment side of things. A natural progression of the increased demand is resulting in some content creators really trying to figure out how to also create a revenue stream from their work. This can be done in a few different ways. Google ads, sponsorships, and affiliate programs are all popular approaches for podcasters and bloggers, and I'm actually benefiting from all of those programs myself. Now, another approach is utilized by some and garners a much greater level of scrutiny, and that is charging readers and listeners for access. These subscription models typically fall in a couple different categories. One focus is purely on access to hobby content. For instance, Beckett's charges access to some of their online articles, or even the print magazine for that matter. Sports Card Radio also has experimented with charging a nominal fee for a handful of their podcast episodes. Well, for this model to work, the content has to be top-notch, and it has to be unique and be material that's not freely available anywhere else. People are not going to be willing to pay for something that can be obtained for free unless the creator adds value to the material via their individual, respected perspectives. Now, debates can be had over whether these particular products are worth the prices being charged, but very few people question the intention or the ethics of using this model. Now, another content focus where subscription prices are being charged is financial-related. And this typically involves either access to analytical tools or research, or more controversially, investment picks. Oftentimes, critics lump anyone who is selling hobby information which has a financial focus as a scam artist. 
I think this is a bit of a reach, and I think there's a clear distinction between the types of products these individuals are selling. Let's take a look at the type of financial content that I think is above board. Access to tools and databases that aggregate and enhance the ability to analyze sports card data and prices are this type of information, or this type of product that I think is A-OK. Like it or not, there's a lot of money to be made buying and selling sports cards. And while much of the historical sales data can be found for free, the tools and resources created in these programs make the research quicker and more robust. It saves time for collectors and provides them tools which many wouldn't know how to do or to create themselves. And that's a valuable service, and there's nothing wrong with the creators of those products to want to be compensated for their time and for their effort. Another reason I feel these types of products are above board is the intention of the creator. The ones that I'm most familiar with have an underlying goal of helping their subscribers profit both through the data as well as educating them on how to analyze and interpret it. Examples of the types of content that I think have the potential to add value for collectors are things like the Beckett Online Price Guide, Jeff Wilson's Sports Card Investor Market Movers Tool, the Card Ladder, and even Ty Wilson's Breaker Culture Patreon membership. They all provide tools and or analytics that educate collectors and enhance the ability of people to do their own research and make their own decisions about the cards that they buy and sell. Now you may come to a different conclusion about the usefulness of the analysis or the usefulness of the tools or even whether or not the data that they present leads to correct conclusions about the underlying drivers of card prices but the difference of opinion that you might have doesn't make these products or these people scammers or shysters. However, this brings me to the type of content or the content creators which I feel are dangerous and potentially outright scammy. And that is the person who is just outright charging a subscription for a list of card picks. Collectors should be very wary about these types of individuals. They should be very cautious about these types of programs and frankly in my opinion they should never pay for this type of content. Many times you'll find that these creators have very little background in the hobby and their products are simply just lists of cards or players to buy and they show very little thought process and they share very few reasons behind the recommendations. If some thoughts are shared, oftentimes they demonstrate a very shallow and sometimes very inaccurate understanding of hobby dynamics. And this model is not new. It's been around for years in stock picking, sports betting, and the fantasy sports industries. The people who fall for these scams are looking for an easy way out. They don't want to take the time to research, or maybe I should say they don't want to take the time to learn how to do the research and get educated. They only want someone to just give them the data, give them the answer, give them a quick fix. Stay far, far away from these products. Now, there's an ever-growing level of demand for sports card content, and the amount of content available to consume is growing right along with it. Some of that content is good, and some of it is just outright bad. Some of it's free, and some of it's behind a paywall. And while there's a, t a ton of great free content available, that doesn't necessarily mean that just because something is behind a paywall that it should be ignored. In the same vein, just because something is behind a paywall, 
That doesn't mean that it's a scam or that its creator is unethical for trying to generate income from the content they're creating. I suggest doing your research about the folks creating the content that you're looking to consume. Ask yourself, are they sharing their thought process? Are they creating an analytical tool which can help save me time in my research process or teach me a new way to approach my analysis? Do they have the heart of a teacher? Do they have a track record or a reputation in the hobby? What do I actually get for my money? While there are some creators who are looking to profit by taking advantage of new entrants into the sports card hobby by selling picks, I would say the vast majority of content creators have good intentions and are looking to help make the hobby stronger. Now I'd like to hear what you think. Send me an email at waxpackhero at gmail.com and let me know. Reach out to me on Twitter at TheMikeSummer. Leave a comment below on the episode page at waxpackhero.com and let me know if you've ever paid for sports card content and if you found value in it. Have you ever paid for um, picks and found value in those? Um, Even though I don't think that's a great idea, uh, there are people that do it and I'd love to hear from you on, on what you've done. So I guess that's all I have to say about that topic. Well, the show started off talking about one of my sponsors, Underdog Collectibles, and I just wanted to highlight here before we go that this week they'll be breaking 2019 Topps Chrome Sapphire, some Topps Archives, and some of the other new football releases. So if you want to get into some breaks that don't break the bank, check out Underdog Collectibles. And also I wanted to mention that I've got my fourth submission to Starstock in the mail on the way to the Starstock offices. And hopefully those will be up soon over the next couple of weeks and I'll be able to get some of these baseball and basketball rookies listed on the site. That's kind of what I've come across recently and, and sent in some more baseball and basketball rookies. So looking forward to getting those listed and making some more money on Starstock. I just saw a note today from somebody on Twitter who listened to the Starstock review article and said that they're going to be checking it out the site and sending some stuff in. So that was cool to see. I'm glad more and more people are starting to find the site and utilize the site. It's been it's been great. And I'm going to go ahead and end the show today with my traditional reminder to check out the Hobby Hotline the industry's only live call-in show where we take calls from fellow collectors about whatever hobby topic is on your mind. You can catch it live on Facebook, on YouTube, pretty much on a variety of streaming platforms every Saturday morning. So thanks, and I'll catch you next time.